2: And greetings. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast. It is a pop culture Tuesday edition. Here on Westwood One, powered by CRTV. I am Steve Day. Todd and Aaron are here with me as well. Gentlemen, we just concluded uh, production for today's CRTV show. Let's give the audience a, a little hint of what's coming up today at crtv.com, Aaron.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's there's countless ways for for Trump to help himself. Is he doing any of that right now? If, is he is he helping himself in any way can you, that you can think of right now?
2: I think we have to define helping himself. Yeah, I think he might define that differently than you and I.
0: The Lord helps those who help themselves. <laughs> it's in the Bible, you know. Um, yeah, no, we, we talked about one of those ways that Trump kind of has forfeited um, in the round table today with John Miller, our White House correspondent from CRTV. And uh, it is... It's a fun conversation. You know, we laughed, we cried, we laughed some more. You won't want to miss it. Todd? Uh,
1: Interesting conversation, one that was pretty quick, but we could have gone a lot longer, about ultimately Christianity's place in this culture and others and its ability to transform those cultures. What, What people... What Christians believe, what non-Christians believe, what's actually fact, what's fiction. We kind of did a speed round version Mm -hmm. of it, but um, it was fascinating nonetheless. Yeah, it's a conversation you definitely want to catch, and it's available
2: today at CRTV.com. Use my name as a promo code if you're not yet a subscriber to CRTV, and you won't just get our show if you subscribe, but every single show. Uh, Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty, the great one Mark Levin, uh, right on down the line. Uh, The whole lineup right there for you. CRTV.com. Use my name as a promo code, you'll get a huge discount on an annual subscription. How huge? How's a quarter a day? That's all it will cost you if you use my name as a promo code. It's just going to cost you a quarter a day to watch us every day at crtv.com. And, of course, we love to know what you think about what we think. So if we say anything at all during the forthcoming podcast here that either inspires or inflames you, let us know about it. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email us. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. So it is a Pop Culture Tuesday podcast. This is when we look at the intersection between pop culture and conservatism. And I'm going to give you a headline. That's true. It's true. But it's, it's not the full story. So what I'm about to say is true. All right? It is absolutely the truth. But it's not the full story. Headline. Amid growing concerns about player safety and concussions... Youth football participation at the high school level has declined almost as much as any sport in America since 2012. Now, what I just said is true. There are only four sports according to a, a just-completed national survey by the NCAA. And, and why would the National Collegiate Athletic Association want to know about youth participation of sports in the high school level? Well, where do they get their college athletes from? They get them from the high schools, okay? There are only four sports on the male side that have declined more rapidly than football has since 2012. Would it also be true that the the... Controversy surrounding player safety and concussions has been a fairly recent development in the last few years, right? That that's Uh become a national debate, correct? Correct. So what I just said is true, but it's not the full story. Football has lost a grand total of four point seven percent of its participants nationwide. 4.7 4.7 percent skiing has lost 5.6 now. When there's only 5,631 people that were doing high school skiing in 2012, do you think they miss a 5.6 percent decline more than football when it has 1.1 1. 1 million misses a 4.7 decline? What do you think suffers? Who do you think feels it more? Probably the skiers, the skiers, yeah. Golf has had a 5.6% decline. Wrestling has had an almost 10% decline. Boys Gymnastics has suffered a 23% decline since 2012. So the headline I gave you is true, but in the context of giving you the rest of the information, does it seem like that headline is the full story to you, Todd?
1: Uh, no, it it never is when it comes to football. We've known that for quite some time.
2: Now, we're not the only ones... The other side's not the only ones doing this. Headline. And this is true. NFL ratings continue to sag in response to anthem protests. Is that true? Yeah. I think last year they were down 17% across the board. Right? That's a fact. But those of you who think that your refusal to watch the NFL over Colin Kaepernick, you're making a difference. You're not. I'm going to prove it to you in a second. That doesn't mean, by the way, you should watch it. If you are morally offended at what's happened there, then do it for that reason. But if you think you're making them hurt, you're not. I'm looking here at... The 2017 18 television season and its top ranked shows, regardless of network format, etc. Number one show, and it wasn't even close, with a 6.2 rating overall NFL Sunday Night Football. This is us as number two, and at a 5.4, almost a full ratings point behind. Number one, NFL Sunday Night Football. Number four, NFL Thursday Night Football when it was on CBS. Number six, the NFL Sunday Night Football kickoff show on NBC. Number seven, NFL Thursday Night Football when it was on NBC instead of CBS. Number 12, Football Night in America, NBC's Sunday Night Football pregame show. It's what, five of the top 12 shows last season. Five of the top, and I'll just stop it there. Five of the top twelve shows on any broadcast channel last year were the NFL. So, yes, enough of you are angry that their ratings are going down. But the NFL is in a marketplace, so it's not a standalone entity. You know what I'm saying? It it is competing in a marketplace with others, for advertising dollars. And if you're an advertiser, are you going to go on Criminal Minds, which has a 2.0 and is 26th? Or are you going to go on the NFL, which has five of the top, tw- tw- top 12 shows? Which, wh- which sales agencies call are you more likely to receive and accept and follow up on?
1: Well, Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. we know what happens. It's the number
2: one television show on planet Earth every year no matter what network yeah to me here's why i think these two things are related i think they're related because there's really only two masculine driven meritocracies left in the culture and one of them is trying to actively trying to surrender and that's the military the military is actively trying to surrender punishing chaplains Paying for castrations, um, endless Middle East war. Uh, but if you pray in Jesus' name, we court martial you. But if you won't die for a law, I mean, that's why that's what we do now in the military. We just die for a law every day. That's what we do. That's our mission. Commercials have gone from "Be all you can be" to "Join a global fighting force." You see those commercials, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I mean, the military is is trying to surrender its place in the culture as a masculine-driven meritocracy. And what do I mean by that? Where I mean that the the innate traits of God-given and God-divinely-revealed manhood are encouraged, elevated, and rewarded, and incentivized. That's what I mean by that. And oh, by the way, one of those key divine revelations is the defense and protection of our women. So when you have tailhook scandals like we had when we were a kid, when we were kids, the mass sexual um, you know, uh, harassment scandal in the military, when you have sexual assaults on military bases, um, you're actually aiding and abetting. When men behave that way, they're aiding and abetting the progressive takeover of their enclaves. Because sooner or later, those women are going to rightfully call out for justice because they are owed it and they deserve it. And if you don't give them the justice they deserve, they will go to who offers it to them. And the irony is, they will right now, the worldview offering it to them is the worldview that opened up Pandora's sexual revolution box that made women targets more so for all of this in the first place. That leaves one other masculine driven meritocracy left in America. That's football at the highest level. To me, this is something we as conservatives are making a mistake handing over to the left. I mean, how many shows and columns have I done on the Colin Kaepernick thing since 2016? Tons. For a while there, I thought we were having a real debate and I was one of the first people to jump into it. But when we're at the point now, 32 teams and they each have 53 players. So multiply 53 times 32 and that's what, like 1,600 players or something like that that were in an NFL uniform week one. And out of 1,600 players, two took a knee And now we're going to act as if this is still some kind of culture war. In my opinion, you're playing right into the left's hands. Because while the military is attempting to surrender its masculine, meritorious status, they're trying to take over football. They're trying to, it's a hostile takeover. I find it ironic. That those of you who tell me that I don't want to vote that because I don't want to vote for problematic, morally repugnant Republicans who just lie to me and betray me all the time, and therefore I don't want that that, if I don't want to vote for them, that means I'm not willing to fight. Somehow you're willing to just hand over the one of the last remaining masculine-driven meritocracies because two out of 1,600 players kneeled before the national anthem last Sunday. I don't understand that strategy, but as my favorite commercial says right now, you do you. Whatever that is. And whenever I watch this commercial, Aaron, how do I respond to it?
0: But what if you suck? Yeah,
2: yeah, what if you suck? this is a this is not and 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 I will openly admit this may have I, that I'm a huge football fan and maybe I just am overly romanticizing this, and that's possible. and in a few minutes, Todd and Aaron will be able to, you know pick away if indeed they agree with those of you that probably are thinking this right now. But see, this—it's what—it's because of what it stands for that I am a huge football fan. You have it the other way around. It's not um, I love football, therefore I I want to defend what it stands for. You have it the other way around. It's because of what football stands for that I love it. See my point? That's why I'm losing it over um, if you can't tackle them at a 37-degree phosphorus angle. uh, And um, if you you thought of anything other than lilies and butterflies as you were hitting him, then it's targeting, and you're going to be out next week too. That's why I freaking hate that crap. Because that's not the game. That's not what it stands for. Because that's not about player safety. That's feminizing the game. That's what it is. I did sports talk media and sports media. I've done it for many years. You know what I have found pretty universally among women who like sports? You know what two sports they seem to like more than any others? Hockey and football. Hockey and football. Why is that, Aaron? Look look at the millennial. Chimes in. He chimes right and He sees an open grenade. He jumps on that Mm. puppy. Why do you think they like hockey and football, Aaron?
0: Because... Because they like guys.
2: Because women like men. That's why and the two sports in terms of the values and the way they play and the way they and 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 the way men are encouraged to behave in order to be successful are pretty masculine and guess what women like men women like men and so they like watching men do men things that's what they like shocking development women like men i think it is a huge mistake to hand this thing over. Especially when you have an an exercise that is as racially and ethnically diverse as football is, as, ideo- as ideologically diverse as it is. A lot of the same people who don't like who who a lot of the same football people who can't stand Donald Trump, you know what they also can't stand? What I just pointed out about feminizing the game, they don't like that either. They're losing it, man. A lot of these same black NFL players that think Donald Trump's a racist will then turn around in the middle of a game. Go follow them on Twitter in the middle of a game. They freaking lose their poop over this stuff. They think we're turning this into a game of a bunch of wussies. There will come a day Donald Trump will go away. I don't know why we would want to drive a wedge. Maybe I'm missing something white america getting bigger or smaller todd what do you think is it getting bigger or smaller
1: as a percentage you mean smaller? yeah
2: it's getting smaller so i don't i don't guess i I, again we have to win elections no matter what that's some of you tell me that okay then tell me how you win elections by you're in the demographic that shrinks and you don't gain any ground with any of the demographics that grow todd you know how that math works I mean, I didn't get into the University of Michigan because my math score on my ACT was bad. That's why they didn't admit me. So there there might be a formula here I'm just not aware of. Can you tell me how you win elections by your demographic is old and dying, the other demographics are young and growing? Can you tell me how that math will work going forward? I cannot. I don't know how that math works. And in a way, if you've if you've decided if these guys don't love me, don't love don't love my Cheeto Jesus as much as I do, I'm not. I don't want to watch their sport. You kind of sound like the same kind of idolater you're accusing them of being. You guys actually have a lot more in common than you might think, including a lot of those same guys don't don't like watching this game get feminized. Now that to me isn't he? that's that's almost that is a transcendent value. Especially because Donald Trump would turn on all y'all if you thought it would get him laid. And let's just be honest about it. That's what the guy's been his whole life. Tell me where my next joygasm's from. Trade in the wife, file bankruptcy, end that relationship. Sell them out. Ted Cruz is a wife cheater and his wife's ugly, and now now he's my buddy. Whatever deal I gotta make. Whoever I got to sell out, whatever I got to do to get what I want right now, that's the, my team. I promise you're much more loyal to him than he's ever going to be to you. I think it's a horrible mistake to sit and take one of the... the take. This really is now. Because the military, to me, is a lost cause from a meritocracy the the people running that show want to surrender now i mean the president comes in and says hey i think maybe we should stop having our soldiers castrate themselves and wear mascara and the pentagon and the pentagon is like belay that order but we can't do that and and oh by the way and tomorrow is our um islamic diversity uh, class so i mean the military has gone they want to be gone they chose to be actively that's who the leadership is and barring revival in the culture i don't see that coming back they just openly disobey their commander-in-chief i mean they just openly do it it's kind of funny we were who was who was it that did this uh um oh it was the uh, guy who wrote the article that we were all remember doesn't that just seem like it was nine months ago now that new york times op-ed I work in the Trump White House. Oh, yeah, I know. I, 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 gosh, it seemed like that was like, did he write that three years ago? It was last week. It was like I last know. week. <laughs> it
0: was seriously last week. So much
2: has happened since then. I forgot. I had to like remember where. How long ago was that? It was. It was last week, Steve. Well, all that guy in the New York Times did is what the Pentagon's done to Trump a few times already. Yeah, we're not, we're not obeying his orders. We're just going to do what we want. But thanks. So the military's gone. It it is volun it is it it's voluntarily assented to this. That leaves us with football. Boy Scouts gone, right? Boy Scouts gone. Foot uh, military gone. Tell me which ones are left. Most of our pulpits gone. So tell me, what masculine driven meritocracies do we have left, Todd? Give me a list.
1: Well, you're you're right. And uh, it's really we're really going to find out what people think about less about the NFL in my estimation. But once we really start talking about high school football, because for me, it's this is way more what young men learn fundamentally about being men in general football is such a crucial element pro football is is just entertainment and it's fantastic but young men uh differentiating myself figuring out uh I mean, heck Soccer, you know, the kids that—that's the one team sport. All kids can kind of start playing at a very early age. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take great, um, you know, not like vo- volleyball or baseball. You need greater hand-eye coordination early on. So they, th- and for several years, you throw out boys and girls together. You know, football. We are still under no illusions about that. Yet, this is a thing that men do. If women tried to do it with men, they would get steamrolled. And it's a place where men learn fundamentally about standing and delivering when, in the, in the closest thing that you can replicate, the a, a, a a violence uh of war a violence of when it all goes to hell you know disaster when you know when cops have to step up when firemen have to step up things like that uh if you there's there's no other sport i'm fun, i'm i'm a baseball guy through and through i love soccer but there is no i, I and i played middle school football as a kid Mm -hmm. And I vividly remember that sensation the first time you put on the pads in a game against an opponent that weren't your buddies and when it was live action and just it was coming at you a million miles an hour and having to deal with that. Uh, There's nothing that can replicate that. Uh, Pro pro football could go away and it would it would be okay to some extent. But if, if we lost the ability of young man, young men to play that game, uh, it would be detrimental uh, for all the reasons you're talking about. Like and I, like I said, I, I just played it enough in, in seventh and, and eighth the, grade to know that. And the, and the good that. news
2: is you're not. Because while it's lost 4%, its overall participation dwarfs any other high school sport, boys or girls, and there's not a close second. The closest is boys basketball, and it's at about 50% the participation rate nationwide as football is so it's not so at that level so the so what we have here is and this again goes to a a common theme on our show we the left attacks we react the left attacks we react the left attacks football we react how do we react tell them sons of bitches to stand up and 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 so we're just gonna hand it to them now except their attacks aren't working. That doesn't mean there's not legitimate concerns. I mean, you know, my, my son Noah is 11. He wanted to play tackle football, and he wanted to graduate from flag football to, ta- to tackle football this year. For the sake of his mom, I agreed uh, to tell Noah he had to wait till he got into the sixth grade. And then we would have that until con- he exhausted his time in flag football. You know, when you and I were kids, they didn't care. We were throwing curveballs at nine years old. Well, we know, I mean, nobody, you're laughing now. Now they like throw you out a Little League if you throw a curveball before you're 13. We didn't, we pitched every day. We threw curveballs. Nobody, we didn't know about, we didn't know about any of the modern physiology. We had. We didn't know about any of that stuff. I didn't even, I mean, I played sports my entire life. I didn't know what a protein supplement was when I was in high school. Did you know? No. I mean, creatine that stuff was just starting to come in a few years after I graduated from high school in 1991. So we know more now. And so I would not have my seven, eight, nine-year-old son throwing curveballs. But back in those days, we didn't know. Just like back in those days, everybody smoked. And my mom put me in her lap in the front seat of the car while she drove it down the street. There are things we didn't know. That is, I point those things out to say that, that it, there's never a reason in a time when you get more and better information not to evolve, Right. We should do everything we can to make the game safe I have, as, or as safe as we can. I should put it that way. Do everything you can to make the game as safe as you can. But you have to understand what people's true motivations are. There's no amount of safe you can make football that, that progressives will be okay with it. Exactly. No amount of safe because they're not okay with football. And I've told this story before and it goes back to at USA Today when they wrote an editorial the day before the friday before the super bowl about how football is not safe for people to play and my editor at usa today called and asked me to write the rebuttal to their editorial page and i sent them a rebuttal i thought there was no chance they would ever run but they did verbatim and my rebuttal was this is the same editorial board that is okay with our daughters getting gang raped disemboweled on the front lines of a war and now all of a sudden they're saying 27 year old men in the prime of their lives in prime physical conditioning wearing the most modern full equipment that industry has created aren't safe playing football you don't care about safety this is about the fact it's one of the it's the last remaining masculine driven meritocracy and you want to tear it down like you don't care about you don't care that's why you want women on the front lines you're fine with putting our daughters and princesses up there to get raped and disemboweled by Islamists because you don't like masculine-driven meritocracies like the military. That's the same. That's the same problem you have with football. It's not that you don't think it's safe. You don't like it's fact. It's a masculine-driven meritocracy. That's why you want to. You don't. I I can't take you seriously when you hold these two positions simultaneously. Women women on the front lines to be raped by gang raped by Islamists is egalitarian feminism. 28 year old men who are 270 pounds with 3% body fat and bench press the total mathematical value of my social security number, can't play football because it's dangerous. Well, you know, lots of things men do for other people, for feeding their families, um, for providing are dangerous. Firefighter safe job for you? What's the first word of firefighter the job? What's the first word? Uh, fire. Fire is the first word, everybody. Fire. The first word is firefighter. Which probably means there's, an, I don't know, an implication of danger. When you feel safe, do you usually yell out fire, Todd? When you, hey, when, you're four little, when your daughters were really little, did you take them aside and say, Hey, sweeties, when the room's all clear, do me a favor, yell fire. <laughs> did you teach them that, Todd? That, How dumb is the sound? Because it's not—they're not—they're because they're they're liars. That's why it's dumb. They're liars and they're lying and liars. They're bad liars that lie while lying to you. They're liars. This whole thing's a lie. Police sound like a safe job to you, cop? uh, Is that a safe job? Just they just sit around eating donuts all day, right? That's a safe job. Men have done lots of things for sport, entertainment, for providing protection that are dangerous. Are you—is anybody forced to have a career in the NFL? No. Are they able to retire whenever they want?
1: Oh, no, the ones that are absolutely honest will tell you, um, I, I do it because I enjoy uh, the danger that mm-hmm. we This is all really silly, talking about making safe something that we do because it's it's not that that. And they do say this. This is absolutely a choice. It's a choice that I made, and I wouldn't have traded for anything. It, but no one's seeking out that level of candor, though. I agree. Because, see, here's what I think is going on.
2: What I think is going on is they, they, couldn't get you to, they couldn't get you to give up on the last masculine meritocracy in the country over player safety. And, oh, by the way, the per capita concussion rates are higher in girls' soccer than they are in football at the youth level. Did you know that? Fact. You're more likely going to get a concussion playing girls' soccer than you are playing football. But nobody talks about that. Apparently, we don't care if your daughters get banged on the head. We don't. We don't. Well, we don't care. From the same people that are like, we're all about women's rights, except the ones we like to kill and maim and dismember before they come out of the womb. Right? Well, we care about we, women until. See,
1: then. it goes. We believe crazy, crazy, uh, and all kinds of thing. People in in sports. I mean, Bob Costas um, is now not doing football, apparently, because at least there's a level of integrity there. He just can't reconcile, apparently. The, 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 Funny
2: that he could reconcile yeah. it yeah. until he was well past oh, yes. his prime at 75 years old. I, you're absolutely right. And after right. he made a few million dollars and sent his kids to private schools, all of a sudden, you know, he could reconcile it uh, then. Isn't it? A, but, I'm, I'm sure it's a coincidence. But guys like yeah.
1: him, they're so worried about violence. Do, do you think they really have some concerns that they're going to say out loud about, let's say, um, Women's MAA, and them beating the crap out of each other. No, not only that, you know what they, you know what many of them said back at Ronda Rousey's height? No, listen, I, it's not, not that I don't have, I mean, these, these women are going in, they're they're amazing athletes, but listen, uh, the cock, female cockfighting is ultimately not something uh, I'm down with, and even less, way less. Is the the guys in sports who are regularly talking about how Ronda Rousey could go out and kick most men's ass? Well, maybe yours, but when we're just talking about regular men, non skinny jean, right? They don't have to be great at football or anything like that. But men who any up a good, um, and and if Ronda Rousey's Ronda Rousey couldn't kick most men's ass because she's a girl and and there's reasons for they've talked about doing this in the military um about how you can talk about putting that heavy pack on that gal all you want to she's bio we we talked about we did a show mm-hmm. on this she's biologically different her frame is different she will have and then there's stats to prove it chronic injuries that are different and ronda rousey cannot just go off and can, you know, just let's just pick your average 18 year old high school foot player football player who has no chance of going on to play college football anywhere else ronda rousey cannot kick his ass the opposite would happen and this is not a this is not my I have to bring up this absurd premise only because you fools in the media said things like that lifting her up while sitting there and whining about violence in football isn't it odd that on one hand you want us to you want to tell us
2: that women's sports accomplishments should be great on their own and I agree I think I think it could be argued Serena Williams is the most dominant individual athlete of my lifetime
1: And and again, I'm a father of four daughters and they play at an elite level in multiple sports. And most
2: Mondays when I come in here and I ask Todd, did you watch the game last weekend? His answer is no, because where are you? I'm at a girls' soccer game. He's at a girls' soccer game. Yes. In fact, you had to ask me yesterday morning... Because you only saw the box score. Give me the loadout. You had to ask me for the scouting report on your alma mater, the University of Wisconsin, and the game they lost to BYU because you didn't see the game in real time. I just followed it on my phone. Yeah. So I agree. I think the case could be made. Serena Williams is the most dominant individual athlete of her era. But it's funny to me, the same people that that the same progressives that want to make the case that the women, the women's athletes are on par with the men, then feel the need to turn around and make the argument that you just made. If women, if women athletes are great on their own, then why do we care whether or not what how many men they could beat? Why, why, Why does that argument need to be made? Why 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 it, I, I never understood that I thought the,
0: this was about equality. Yes, I mean um, where's my equality? Yeah,
2: your your equality is by comparing yourself to men. I thought that's what the heteronormative patriarchy wanted you to have. Not I'm mean, I'm okay with you guys having your own station. That you don't now want that. How about like I never understood the whole uh Billy Jean King and what was that old dude's name from before I was born? The Bobby Riggs. Bobby yeah. Riggs. What was he He was like a, he was like 70? Not quite like, that
1: old, but he was, yeah. I mean, was, dude
2: was freaking ancient. And he's playing the number one women's tennis player in the prime of his career, and he's AARP eligible. Can you explain to me why that was striking a blow for feminism that you beat an old chain smoker guy? Like if I was Billie Jean King, I'd have been like, this is beneath the dignity. I'm not playing him. This is striking a blow for feminism that I that I'm admitting, I'm admitting I'm I'm an equal competitor to a senior citizen. To a guy that in another time would be doing freaking Viagra commercials? Really?
1: How is that a victory for feminism? Do you know the answer to that? I'm certain it isn't. Now you want to strike a blow for feminism? feminism, Go have Billie Jean King play Arthur Ashe. Now, let me see that match. We've seen what feminism has become since then. So... I think we we,
2: we we are wrong to just hand this to them. See, they tried to do this. They tried to get rid of this. They tried to get rid of this meritocracy with player safety. It's not working. Numbers show it's not working. Four percent decline is nothing out of a sport that has vast more participation than any other youth sport in the country. And it's not even close. So now here's what they're going to do. See, this is the same. You guys should recognize the game plan because it's the same thing you see with Trump every day in politics. A, um, present the news in a way that turns out Democrat voters that didn't vote in 2016 and gets them to turn out this time. And B, present the news in, while you're doing that, also present the news in a way that turns down Republican voters who turned out in 2016 and depresses them. So you know what? They can't convince you the sport's not safe. That didn't that didn't do enough to give old good old fashioned traditional America. That didn't give you that, that that didn't get you to give up the sport. Here's what we'll do. We'll turn you off to it. Boy, these guys just hate America. Colin Kaepernick hates the cops, and we will make them cause celebs. The amount of players that sit out there and pray before every single NFL game together compared to the amount of players that have ever kneeled before a national anthem the last three years, it ain't even close, man. It's 100 to one. It's not even close. But we're not going to hear anything about them. Like we're not going to hear about 4%. We're not going to hear about 4% economic growth. Not going to hear about that. We're going to hear about the fact Stormy Daniels thinks the president's penis, when he was having sex with her, reminded her of a character from Mario Kart. You're going to hear about that. Because if I can't get you to vote the way I want, I'm going to get you not to vote at all. And that's what they're doing right now to the NFL. They're trying to convince you football has been totally taken over by Colin Kaepernick. And yet, if that were true, why is he not on a roster? Why has he not been on a roster? Oh, I know these coaches and owners can say whatever they want when ESPN shoves a camera in front of their face. And they'll just tell them whatever the, they'll just say whatever the nice little metrosexual reporter from ESPN wants to hear before they go back to Bristol. But when it comes down to nut cutting time, and man, if, if you were in prison last week, I will put you on my team this week because the NFL stands for not for long when we don't win around here, right? Where the average career spans four and a half years, the average coach lasts two and a half years. so they can say whatever they want in columns or platitudes of sound bites but when it comes time every single training camp to go into the September with the 53 guys you're staking your livelihood and franchise on notice Colin Kaepernick's name is never there never there
1: Michael Sam's Michael Sam's name is
2: never there weird
1: really weird Michael Sam's name
2: never there huh Weird. weird weird So here's my humble suggestion. You're falling for a scam. You're, 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 you're playing into this. First of all, you're not having the impact. Just like they're not having the impact in diminishing youth football, they're not having the impact, they think. Four percent is nothing when you're number one. And, it's, and there's no close number two. You're not having the impact protesting the NFL that you think you are, because 17% of a loss of viewers is nothing when you're five of the top 12 freaking shows, guys. Okay? You got so many viewers, you can can put some on layaway. You can loan some out. So neither side of politicizing this is making the impact they want. Very similar to the Trump thing in politics. But see, they're they're also accomplishing something they're after, which is they want to make the place so disgusting that you give up on it and just let them take over. And then gone will be the last masculine-driven meritocracy. So my humble proposal here today on the podcast is we as conservatives would be foolish to let them get away with it
0: instead uh hold them accountable for ruining things like um what is a tackle and what is a catch that should be your outrage absolutely um but instead tomorrow steve after we do after you and kurt and i do the 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 on the clock uh week three nfl recap uh, i'm gonna pull a promo um from the NFL recap, and I'm going to post it on Facebook, and every single every comment is going to be, I hate this. Yeah, it's the No Fun League or the National Felons League. I don't watch. I haven't watched it for two years, calling crap or crip. Uh, you know, it's just going to be that, one after the other.
1: Final thoughts, Todd? Well, uh, we need a lot more uh, winsome advocates of the sport. One, one of the things that we just... The f- football does shoot itself in the foot a lot. We need more Dabo Sweeney's talking about what this sport is and what it means to young men uh, than sourpusses uh, like um, er- like Urban Meyer or um, er- or Nick uh in um in Alabama, Nick Saban, you know where he get you know get asks a question about an obvious quarterback controversy and he just gets the vape. I mean they're not they're not really good. They are. I bet within that program people will die for him. But if you you got to sell football in a way that gets beyond your little uh, temper tantrums, you also need to. Uh, you know I think I think you made the right uh, decision. Uh, I think when we are talking about men's things, we need to be talking about. Uh, uh, pubescent boys, when they're saying, okay, mm-hmm. you, you know, now is a line. Uh, football, I, I don't think it's done any favors I, I, by starting tackle football with, you know, how, how early are some kids playing tackle football? You know, if third and fourth graders are playing tackle football, I've got to say, not because I don't like football, I think that's pretty dumb. You, they're, they're not ready to learn what men's flag football is just fine for them. So I think the decision you made for your son is right on because when he's in sixth grade, seventh grade, that's the time puberty is kicking in. And that's the time, you know, Hey man, you're not a boy anymore. Mm-hmm. You're a man. That That's what f- football uh, is for. So there, uh, th- that's my way of saying there's all kinds of things, regardless of what progressives are doing that f- uh, football and men uh, of goodwill uh, can do to put their best foot forward unfortunately that often does not happen
0: aaron you have any final thoughts um there is one other um, masculine driven meritocracy but we can't talk about it <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> am i supposed to know what it is you don't talk about this this oh yeah huh. yeah, oh, I I hear ya. yeah i hear you uh-huh. i hear you mr
2: durden yeah i hear you okay go all right all right well done well done <laughs> thank you for that. and the second rule is we we don't we don't talk <laughs> yeah. about it yeah. all right well hopefully you're talking about us if you if you have a few minutes to do so today please go to itunes and stitcher leave us a positive review and uh hit that subscribe button if you have time today thank you so many of you have already done both of those things thank you to those of you that have we are back at it again tomorrow until then john 3 17.
1: Listening to Steve Dace.